Today, uh, unlike the resume embellishment that happens uh, so frequently in the world, where people are uh, making their accomplishments seem a little bit more uh, grandiose than they are, we're going to look at the ultimate resume. Uh, we're going to look at a resume that is very simply stated, seven sort of big propositions. We're looking at the resume of the most amazing person of all, Jesus Christ. So we get this description that unpacks sort of who he is and what he does. And it, it, it's delineated in these seven, I, I don't know what to call them. Scholars sometimes refer to it as a list. They sometimes refer to it as the seven glories. Some call it the seven excellencies. Uh, okay, I don't know. But we have sort of methodically seven things that are stated about Jesus. So I'm going to read. Uh, I'll start with verse 1 of chapter one and read just a few verses here and, and delineate these. Um, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And after he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven so that he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. So every time I, I uh, read these verses, I am struck by a couple things. First of all, there's a sense in which you get a summary of the gospel here, just in these first few verses, that God you know, sends his son who redeems us, who makes purification for our sins. Uh, and the second thing that I'm struck with is that this, is, this passage is so loaded that there is not any way I am going to be able to begin to understand it let alone begin to fully unpack it in any way uh, that does justice to what's being claimed here. Uh, when I first started studying this passage, it was uh, actually a little confusing to me. I, I was curious, why does, why does the writer talk about the fact that Jesus is the heir of all things before he talks about the fact that he's the creator? Seems like that's a little backwards. Uh, additionally, uh, also a little confused as to uh, why he would talk about the fact that Jesus was the heir. Uh, who else would be the heir? And since God the Father isn't going to die, why does it matter who the heir is, right? Uh, by the way, I love the, the, the story talking about God dying. Uh, I love the the story, perhaps apocryphal, told about uh, a, a philosophy class where on the whiteboard or the chalkboard, whatever it was at the time, the statement had been written by the professor that God is dead, Nietzsche. So Friedrich Nietzsche is this German philosopher who uh, argues that um, you know God is dead and argues really for the implications of the fact that that Western civilization no longer believes in God. But the statement that he gets credited with making that lots of people sort of think of is the sum total of what Nietzsche said. Nietzsche's a fascinating writer, by the way. Disagree with him on many fronts. I think he's, he's very prescient in the ways he understood what was going to happen. Uh, and he writes with a, with a punch. If you want to read something that you don't need caffeine to stay awake for, read Nietzsche. But the statement is made, God is dead, uh, and then Nietzsche. 
and a student walked up uh, and erased that and writes, Nietzsche is dead, God. Uh, so God gets the final word. Uh, so look, this is a rich passage. I'm going to take these apart uh, and try and answer some of these questions that ought to be emerging uh, out of the text. Right now, I just want to I just want to say to you, I want to read you this list again, and I want you to be today sort of shaped by the idea that that the Jesus that we are talking about, the Jesus that we're looking at, the Jesus that we pray to, the Jesus that we are to follow, is is the one who, uh, in the last days, God the Father has spoken to us through by His Son whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being. He sustains all things by his powerful word. And after he has given purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Uh, so he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. You want to be on the side of Jesus. Uh, there's nobody bigger, more accomplished, more significant, or more gracious and loving than Jesus. Have a good day.